I'm Mikey, and I'm walking for freedom in London. I'm Cheyenne, and I'm walking for freedom in Cape Town, South Africa. Freedom in Cape Town, South Africa. I'm Stavros, and I'm walking for freedom in Thessaloniki. I'm Christine, and I'm walking for freedom in Oslo. I'm Philip, and I'm walking for freedom in Cape Town. I'm Josephine, and I'm walking for freedom in Sydney. And I'm walking for freedom. I'm walking for freedom. I'm walking for freedom. And I'm walking for freedom. Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Josh and Kayla from A21. We are so pumped to have you tuning in to our Walk for Freedom podcast for 2017. Whether you're walking in front of the Sydney Harbour Bridge in Australia right now, or you're in the heart of Stockholm, Sweden, we are grateful for you. We couldn't do it without you. Absolutely. And on behalf of our founders, Nick and Christine Kane, we are so thankful for you and everything you're doing in the fight against human trafficking. I hope that you know that we're all in this together. Right now, there are hundreds of walks happening in dozens of countries around the world. We're making a statement that cannot be ignored. Because we are all walking in our cities, men, women, and children will be set free. Their stories will be heard, and we are paving the path for more freedom to happen and millions of lives that need it. Whether you're in a line of 15 people or 500 people, you are making a difference. Never underestimate the power of your decision to walk today. Never underestimate the power of the flyers you're handing out, or the conversations you're having, or the Walk for Freedom gear that you're wearing. Why? Because all it takes is a spark to turn awareness into action. And in fact, A21 started and has been running for almost 10 years now because our founder, Christine Kane, learned about human trafficking through a poster in a Greek airport. Now that is the power of awareness. So A21 stands for abolitionist in the 21st century. Basically, we're a global anti-human trafficking organization that exists because slavery still exists. And our goal for humanity is simple, freedom. We want every single human being on the planet to be free. Free from having to sell their bodies for sex and labor, free from feeling like they're nothing but a commodity. Our mission statement and the heart cry of our organization is to reach the vulnerable, rescue the victim, and restore the survivor. We're walking because we truly believe in a world without slavery. Walk for Freedom isn't just an ordinary event. It exists to disrupt the demand and shake the very foundation of human trafficking. It's silent, but it's loud. It's one, but it's many. It's local, but it's global. And you're making it happen today. The walk is an expression of our heart as an organization, our heart for the one. It is for the one woman, the one man, or the one child who is set free. And in the same way that we value the one person that is trapped in slavery, we will always value the one person walking for freedom. There is only one of you. No one can march on behalf of you. It's only ever been about the one and the more of us that walk for freedom, the more impact we will have. Exactly. There are millions of slaves in the world today, but each one represents a very real human life. And so for this year's Walk for Freedom, we've made it personal by focusing on stories from around the world. Three stories to be exact, and their names are Amy, Ivan, and Eve. Who are you walking for? 
If you're wearing a bandana or a yellow piece of cloth over your mouth right now, or see someone else who is, you'll see these names written on them. Why? To remind you that you're walking for the freedom of human beings. You're walking to see people escape bondage. So Josh and I want to introduce you to some of our A21 team on the ground on the East Coast of America. They're going to tell you Amy's story. My name is Katrina. And my name is Nicole. We are both on staff at A21 in the United States. Human trafficking in the United States is very diverse. Traffickers could be male or female, teen or adult, or come from different socioeconomic backgrounds. And the same is true for their victims. Because of this, it can be very hard to spot trafficking rings in the United States, meaning there are thousands of victims across the nation hiding in plain sight. Today, we will share with you one of their stories. Growing up, Amy had a difficult family life. She didn't have the love and support that any young girl would need. Her parents were constantly fighting, and her father began spending less and less time around Amy and her mother. Eventually, her father left when Amy was 12 years old. Amy's mother was destroyed by her father leaving, which led her into a deep depression and drug dependency. Amy began to struggle in school and began making bad decisions. The friends she started hanging out with and the choices she was making were a reflection of her disintegrating home life. Hungry for attention, 17-year-old Amy was approached by a man who noticed her need for affection. Not knowing at this point in time that this man had malicious intent behind his actions, he began to shower her with gifts and would tell her how much he cared for her. Amy relished the time that she spent with him as it was the only time she felt special and it wasn't until a few months later that he began to change, forcing Amy to get a branded tattoo with his moniker and demanding that Amy do whatever he asked. He introduced her to drugs over and over again to the point where she became addicted and dependent on them. His demands turned into threats and the man that Amy thought loved her began to beat her and force her out onto the street. She thought that this man, who once showed her love and affection, was her one and only, only to realize that she was now one of many for him. Against her will, Amy was forced to perform sexual acts for multiple customers a night in her very own city, all for the sake of monetary gain for the benefit of her trafficker. After a few years of being sold on the streets, Amy realized that she was now six months pregnant with her trafficker's child. Amy was terrified for the life of her unborn baby and frantically searched for ways to escape her trafficker. Unable to escape, Amy's daughter was born into a world of manipulation and danger. Amy's trafficker used their daughter as leverage to gain new levels of control over Amy as he threatened to sell their child into a pornographic ring. Amy felt trapped. This became Amy's life, now controlled mentally and physically, performing sexual acts for customers seven days a week, a new mother, and still addicted to drugs. Amy thought that she had nowhere to go and no longer believed that there was any help or hope for her future. Thank you. 
Until one night when Amy was finally rescued by a law enforcement raid and referred into our care at A21. When she was first introduced to A21, Amy was afraid to hope that anything in her life would change because of all of the disappointments and mistreatments she had received in life. Amy was shocked by the care and compassion she encountered. Amy and her daughter were both provided with the resources they needed to survive and begin a new life, including housing, food, medical care, counseling, education, and employment. But most importantly, she was provided with hope. Because Amy was trafficked at such a young age, she didn't even get the chance to finish high school. When she came into our care, she told us that her first goal would be gaining her high school diploma. Amy believed that getting an education would be the best way to support herself and her daughter, and would show her daughter that even when life is difficult, you can overcome the challenges and succeed. This was a goal that she was determined to accomplish, and not only did she take and pass the diploma test, she was then able to find a job and celebrate receiving the first paycheck she had ever been allowed to keep. Because of the passionate dedication shown by A21 supporters from around the world, Amy and her daughter are now thriving. Amy's trafficker tried to take her freedom away, but Amy is now free. Amy is excited to continue her education and pursue her future, but this would not be possible without your help. Because of your decision to partner and walk for freedom today, you are making a difference for survivors like Amy across the United States. Wow, what an unbelievable story. Right now, you're walking for Amy. And guess what? We could not reach, rescue, or restore people like Amy without you. And with that being said, I'd like to introduce you to our Ukrainian team who will be telling you Ivan's story. My name is Zhenya. I'm a part of 821 Ukraine, and I want to tell you a story about a 35-year-old Ukrainian man named Ivan. He was a wonderful husband to his wife and a loving father to his two children. Suddenly, Kenthe attacked his wife and she felt worse every day. Ivan's family didn't have enough money for expensive treatment that was necessary. While looking for a better way to provide for his family and to give his wife a chance to survive, he came across a job advertisement online. The advertisement offered more money than he could ever make where he was. He also showed this advertisement to his friends and two of them decided to join him. Ivan wondered why all the negotiations with the employer were made verbally, but he was sure that it would be quite safe to travel together with his friends. He left his home and his country in pursuit of a better life, full of new opportunities to earn money to save his wife and support his family. When he arrived, all these documents, money and phone were taken away as a mortgage for equipment that he was given to perform his job responsibilities. The salary should have been paid every week. Instead, he was forced to work long hours in terrible conditions. His wages were also withheld from him until he met unattainable demands. Ivan was beaten repeatedly with daily threats towards his family and his life by police and migration services. 
having no documents, he wasn't able to prove who he was, which left him imprisoned for an extended time. He lived in barracks with temperature at 5 degrees Celsius. The territory was guarded with trained dogs and armed men that never hesitated to use their force at any moment. Workers that tried to show resistance were beaten and abused heavily. Ivan was forced to walk for 12-15 hours a day without holidays and sick days. He wasn't allowed to contact his family and didn't know whether his wife was still alive or who was taking care of their children. Because of poor nutrition, cold weather and unbearable conditions, Ivan became weak and developed pneumonia. <coughs> he began to feel like he was nobody in the middle of nowhere, with no way out. Traffickers saw that Ivan was extremely weak and wasn't able to work anymore. They decided to get rid of him, so they threw him away at the forest. Traffickers didn't suppose Ivan could survive. But this brave man desperately wanted to leave. He loved his family and wanted to see his children again. He gathered all his strength and managed to get to the road. One of the drivers noticed Ivan lying on the roadside and helped him to get to the nearest hospital. From there, he got to A21 care. Our social workers provided all assistance and support that was necessary. His physical and emotional health was horrible and the process of his restoration took time. Now he is at home with his family. His wife and children inspire him to go forward and appreciate his life even more than before. Аз съм Алекс и вървя за свободата в България. Yo soy Adrián y estoy caminando por libertad en Ciudad de México. Ik ben Henk en ik loop voor vrijheid in Rotterdam. I'm Blake and I'm walking for freedom in Sydney. So right now, A21 is assisting Ivan and he is now on the road to recovery. Human trafficking happens everywhere and can happen to anyone, regardless of age or gender, as we've already seen. And we actually just rescued a 79-year-old woman who was a victim of domestic servitude. And just last year, we were able to assist in rescuing an 18-month-old baby in Thailand. So as you can see, human trafficking can happen to anybody. And speaking of Thailand, we now want to tell you Eve's story. Eve is a seven-year-old girl. She was born in a poor community in Thailand to a family who was desperate. Eve's mom left when she was born. Eve's dad had been gone long before that. Eve was placed with her grandma and a step-grandfather. They had no income. They had no ways of making money. They've heard that on a touristy street in a city close by, if they take Eve there, if they put the child in nice clothes and makeup and high heel shoes, maybe the tourists can give her some money. So they took her. She was just three years old when she was taken to that street. The street is lined with brothels. Men come in every night looking for sex with girls. Eve was made to dance right in the middle of that street. She was putting on revealing outfits. They put makeup on her. And she had a little boombox sitting beside her. And she had to dance for eight hours every single night. Mm-hmm. 
Little girls, they can't dance for that long. So the step-grandfather thought, maybe if we can give her a little bit of drugs in her juice or in her milk, maybe she can go on longer. And they continued. Night after night, Eve was there, dancing. She would take a sip from her juice and she had energy to keep going for eight hours. The more she danced, the more money they made. By the time she was four years old, Eve was making money for the whole family. Eve's dancing was paying for the rent. Eve's dancing was paying for all the bills. Eve's step-grandfather was overjoyed. He thought, it's no harm. She's not being hurt, she's not being damaged. And yet, every night before she went, she had to take drugs. When we met Eve, she was just four years old. Her pupils were dilated. She couldn't focus. Because of the drugs, she was extremely malnourished. By the time she was four years old, her body had been abused. The drugs were taking its toll, and Eve was looking worse and worse. A21 was able to work with the local police. We thought this is unacceptable. We cannot watch children be abused and become bait for foreigners looking for sex. The city was well known for Westerners who were looking for children to be abused. Eve had become somewhat of a famous little girl. She was on the internet, there were videos and pictures of her dancing in a bathing suit with makeup on. She became a poster child for sex tourists who thought, hey, maybe I want to have sex with one little girl like her. So they pointed and asked, where can I get one of these? The police organized a raid and Eve was rescued. When she came to the A21 center, Eve was looking rough. It was 4 a.m. in the morning. Eve's brother had also been caught in the police raid. We washed the makeup off. We gave her normal clothes and she looked like a little girl. Right now, Eve is seven years old. She's going to school. She is going to gymnastics classes because she loves dancing. What was meant for bad, we used for good. She had been going to counseling, she went to medical treatments, and she's living her life to the fullest. When you care to make a difference, and as little as you care, you can make a huge difference in somebody's life. Eve and her brother have a normal childhood now. They're gonna have a normal life. They are able to experience the joy of being a child, of playing games, of going to bed in a safe, loving home. This is what restoration and healing can do. This is what A21 does. We're so privileged and honored to be a part of Eve's life, to make a difference in all the lives of the kids just like Eve. How phenomenal is that? Eve is now safe, and this is actually just the beginning of our work over there and around the globe. There's nothing else like it, right, Kayla? Right. The light returning to a survivor's eyes and their resilient spirit. Yeah. Amy, Ivan, Eve, you're walking for them today, and they are all free. As an outward declaration, as soon as your walk ends, wherever you are, remove the bandana from your mouth, flip it to the side that says free, and wear it as a headband. This is what it is all about. Freedom! 
And if you don't have a bandana, that's okay. Well, tell your friends about it or talk to other walkers about it or write it on your hand. No matter what, let us celebrate this freedom. Josh, can you imagine right now in cities all over the world, people are flipping their bandanas and declaring freedom. Isn't that an oh, amazing man. thought? What a sight. I love it. How good is Walk for Freedom? So we were actually in the studio with our founder, Christine Kane, the other day to talk about the walk and how impactful it is. She was sharing some of her heart, so we actually got to record a lot of what she said, and we thought it would be awesome to share a snippet of it with you, our podcast listeners. Walk for Freedom is definitely one of the most important things that we do. And I think for me personally, it's so important because it is a tangible, practical and doable thing for every single person. It doesn't matter what nationality they are. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what your political persuasion is. All of us can basically put our feet on the pavement and say with every step we are taking, we are making a difference. We are taking a stand. We are walking for freedom. There is so much power in gathering together, in showing up in force and saying there are more of us against it than for it. And I think sometimes when we sit isolated, we feel like we can't do anything. But now with modern technology, our ability to be connected globally, the fact that we can gather together and we can be in a village in India and we can be in a major city in North America. We can be downtown in Paris and all of us take to the pavement and say we are walking for one thing. We are the new abolitionists. We have shown up. We are walking for freedom. We are convinced that if we do this together, if we keep showing up, if we continue to be tenacious, if we continue to have grit, if we continue to not bow down to discouragement, but we turn up with strength, with numbers and with courage and with faith, then we can see slavery eradicated in our lifetime. I love hearing all that. That is awesome. And I love hearing it from our founder herself. It just really makes you feel so excited about what's happening, what happened today, and what's going to happen in the future. And honestly, we are so honored to be walking for freedom with you this year. And we cannot wait to hear your stories and see your posts. So don't forget to use the hashtag walkforfreedom when you post about everything that happened today and tag us at A21 when you do it. We're about to finish off with this podcast, but before we jump off, we need to share the big news. We do. Right? We do. We can't go without telling them. Many of you have come alongside us in this fight against human trafficking for several years now, and in many ways, you have actually helped to build A21, while there are others of you who are just joining us now, and we are so excited that you are here, because today, we want to invite you to join A-Teams. A-teams are an extension of A21, reaching people who have yet to be reached with a message of freedom. A-teams show up. A-teams plan meetings anywhere, from coffee shops to campuses, places of work to places of worship, in city centers, backyards across the world, you'll see them. A-teams are wherever you are, using time, talents, and influence to create real change. A-teams are ready to be activated at any moment to spread awareness, connect with abolitionists locally and around the world, raise funds to provide aftercare for our survivors, and many other things. You know what? Fighting human trafficking with us doesn't just have to start and end with Walk for Freedom. 
you can keep going by joining A-teams. Anyone can start an A-team or be a part of one and you can be as involved as you want to be. Are you curious to learn more? Well, you can go to a21.org forward slash action to sign up and watch a video that we actually haven't released yet. So, so there you go. From there, you'll be able to create a profile, download resources, and receive regular updates and action steps so you can continue making an impact every single day. And you know what, Josh, the thing that I love about A-Teams is that you don't have to have a life that looks a certain way or a certain occupation or a certain job to be a part of A-Teams. A-Teams is for everybody. It is our global movement of abolitionists and cities all over the world that are making a difference every single day. And how cool is it to think that because there are people advocating for the fight against human trafficking in cities all over the world, we are actually going to see more people set free. And regardless of whether you make the choice today to join A-Teams or not, which we hope that you do, there is something else that you can do to keep making a difference in the fight against human trafficking, and it is called Sponsor Freedom. Sponsor Freedom is our monthly giving program and it is designed to sustain the ongoing work of A21 around the globe. When we choose to sponsor Freedom, we are literally being the foundation that keeps the work of A21 moving forward. We are resourcing the efforts that take place every single day to rescue another victim from a trafficking situation, to give a survivor the tools they need to find restoration and wholeness, and to put forward initiatives that will actually stop people from ever becoming victims in the first place. So if this is something that you're interested in, we really encourage you to check it out, a21.org forward slash donate. Kayla, Walk for Freedom Walk for Freedom 2017. 2017. What happened. an incredible day. Amazing. All over the globe. How crazy is that? But on behalf of our founders, staff, volunteers, existing A-teams, we want to thank you again for joining us and making this the biggest awareness event that we have ever done. We couldn't imagine doing this without each and every single one of you. For more information on us or human trafficking, feel free to jump onto a21.org and make sure that you don't forget to flip that bandana if you haven't already. Amy, Ivan, Eve, they are free and we are grateful for you. Slavery still exists in the 21st century. People like you and I bought and sold as commodities. People like you and I in this city and in this nation. But you and I are here today. We refuse to just talk about injustice, to simply post about it. Instead, we're here together in strength and in numbers. We have the power to change the statistics and we're changing them right now. This is our walk for freedom, a walk for justice and human dignity, a walk for hope and restoration. From Australia to Argentina, India to Israel, Malaysia to Mexico, the United States to the United Kingdom, we will abolish slavery with each step. Let's never forget that we don't just say it, we believe it. A world without slavery is possible. While human trafficking is destroying lives, we know that freedom will have the final word. One step at a time, we will see more people reached. One step at a time, we'll see more victims rescued. One step at a time, we will see more survivors restored. Slavery still exists, but we will abolish it everywhere, forever. Everywhere, forever. En todos lados y para siempre. Where else forever? Overalt, for alti. Padu, ya pad. Everywhere, forever. <laughs>